All people are when you manifestations obey God's word of that was built by slaves. Reality. And I watched my daughters. There is nobody that respects women more than I do. There's a lot of crisis, a lot of bad. This. All right, can I nerd out for just a second here? Just like give me a, give me a leash. I just want to talk about language for a second and how weird it is. Like we're making these sounds. You're you're listening to my voice right now. And what it uh, there's just like air coming up through my throat into my mouth, my nose. I'm using these muscles and skin and teeth, all this stuff to like create certain sounds. <laughs> and you know that those little sounds I just made were not meaningful, but these sounds that I'm currently making are somehow meaningful. This is where I'm like, most people wouldn't care about a conversation like this. It feels like just being weird for the sake of being weird or something. But I really think that when we look into this, there's something really interesting to notice about how, not just how we use language, but how we experience our lives. Okay, so there's this Instagram video. I wish you could see this. I don't know if it'll work just with audio. Maybe it will. You will only hear the word you are reading. Okay, so what did you just hear? That little, this sound. One more time. I'm actually super curious what you hear without seeing any of the words on the screen. But on this screen, there are four different um, phrases that are available for you to read. One is green needle. One is brainstorm. One is brain needle. And one is green storm. And the crazy experience that you have with this video is no matter what the word is that you're looking at, you hear that. So you can't read right now, but maybe it will work if you just think of the word green storm and then here, listen. Or I'll play that exact same audio file and listen for brain needle. Now listen for brainstorm. Or here's green needle. And I'm just copying and pasting that audio file, folks. That is just the same file over and over. But it can be kind of a surreal experience because it's really easy to believe that our experience of the world is objective, that we are actually experiencing directly the world, when the truth is everything is being filtered through our brains and through the constructs and the beliefs that we have about the world, as well as you know the hardware of our brains and nervous systems and bodies that have evolved to be an advantage to live on this planet at this time. So maybe we could get theological with this for a second. When I hear the word God, I do not hear the same thing as you. We might be hearing the same audio clip, the same God, uh, the same movement of lips and cheeks and air, but we're hearing completely different things. One person might hear the word God and think of infinite love or the ground of being or a certain sentimental feeling from their childhood, while another might hear oppression, violence, superstition, some judgmental old guy in the clouds. 
And what's often happened in religion is that rather than owning our own subjectivity, we just fight about what words are the true words. Like if you go into just, you know, the run of the mill evangelical church this Sunday and go up front and give your testimony and say, listen, my life has been saved and I just want to praise Allah. You're going to get some weird looks and you might get more than that because praising Allah, which is just the Arabic word for God. It's just a different language. It's it's literally the same word in a different language. You'll be like, that's, nope, that's the wrong God. You're talking about the wrong God. But the weird thing is, if you say, okay, so what God are you talking about? What's the answer? Well, God, the God of the Bible, Yahweh. It's just words. You're like, well, could you show me this God that you're talking about? Or like point at it or give me some something here other than just more names? Well, no, you can't point to God. God's invisible. Well, what then what are you talking about? <laughs> that answer's not going to come because we don't know what we're talking about. We're just using words. And unlike, you know, a tree or a car or a computer that we could point at and describe with like attributes that we could all relate to with our senses, when you're talking about the divine, when you're talking about the infinite mystery, within everything, what do, you, what do you point at? So the hundreds or thousands of sects of the different religions and all the different denominations and all the wars and the fights, what has it been about? It's about words. <laughs> it's about what you call, what you call that which cannot be named. What a, what a strange predicament we have created for ourselves as a species where we're killing each other over that which we couldn't possibly begin to understand or actually name accurately. We're just all we can do is make sounds at each other. Like, imagine if, if bumblebees became intelligent enough to start talking about theology with each other but they still had their, their same mechanisms of communication. And they would fight about whether God was a z or a z. <laughs> still, there's something in the human experience that makes us want to keep using these words, right? Words like God, spirit, these big words that we can't really point to anything with, but we, we still want to use them because we have experiences that feel like couldn't be described without these words. The experiences and the meaning that we're able to find within the, the utilizing of these words is profound enough that we are willing to actually divide from each other and fight each other over these things because it is it can be such a profound experience. But I guess my question would be, can we use these words to help facilitate these profound experiences of our lives? 
of being rooted in something bigger, deeper, something infinite. Without holding on to those words in a way that we actually believe our own constructions to be something other than constructions. In other words, can we play and build with our tools without turning them into weapons? I remember hearing this guy Rob Bell talk about how some rabbis have argued that YHWH, which some of us pronounce Yahweh, was actually the sound of breath. And so, you know, babies are all born speaking the name of God in that way. I think that's kind of a cool idea. Not particularly that breath is a name or a pointer to something else, but to use a name of God to actually point internally to our own experience. I like that. And also that God is most clearly articulated, not in thoughts and words, but in an embodied, experienced moment and breath. The human brain is this incredibly powerful meaning-making and storytelling device. And most of us are inhabiting worlds that are made up of symbols and abstractions. We're shut off from our own bodies, from the sensations of this moment, and sort of lost in our own worlds of thought about the past and the future. These lifeless boxes and categories in our minds, rather than fully encountering and experiencing an embodied, mysterious, miraculous, ever-evolving now. The aliveness of everything can be overwhelming. So I think we domesticate it with our language and our minds. My band Gunger is coming out with a new record called Love Song to Life. And our band started in the Christian music world, more specifically in the Christian worship world. And we would sing love songs to God. And after a lot of years and a lot of questions and journeys, we've realized that even saying something like that is complex. What are we talking about when we're talking about God? What are we talking about when we're talking about us? But this new, this new record is an attempt to, to offer some music for people to engage their hearts with, to remember who they are under their stories, to be awake for a moment, to really just be here and in this body and fully at home with life. This first single is called A Million Eyes, and it's about what I've been talking about in this podcast, this sort of ineffable, unspeakable quality to the ultimate mystery of life and our existence. And when we try to name it and, and confuse the finger pointing at the moon with the moon itself, it leaves us in a whole lot of suffering but instead when we shift our focus to the sensations to the breath to the experienced reality of the moment everything suddenly becomes incredibly divine and spiritual so uh, the song actually started 
by singing Yahweh. And it was a completely different song. This is the demo. This is the first version of the song. You kind of get behind the scenes here uh, and hear how this song progressed. So here's, uh, it wasn't even called A Million Eyes. I don't know what it was called. Breathing Yahweh, I think. kind of in that zone with it for a while we ended up putting some strings and some background vocals to it that weren't in that demo there uh and it's starting to get bigger here's this is a little fun little after party that we had with it right here while we were tracking it and then that's our whole drummer terrence doing the preaching over the top This whole part was actually the intro of the whole record for a minute. Uh, I really liked the like preaching about the Tao. That's the the word. Actually, Chinese Chinese translations of the Bible actually translate that verse. Uh, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. They translate it as Tao, and I love combining that with the Tao Te Ching's. Uh, the Tao that can be spoken is not the true Tao. But we ended up actually going with a different intro and putting this Tao section at the end of the song. But uh, I'll play you a little bit of this other intro that's going to be on the record. We wanted to get kind of like this walking up to the music feeling. So this is actually like footsteps being recorded through the desert. It's me. It's more. It's you. And then, yeah, I added these robot voices over the top of my guitar amp playing out in the desert. I just wanted to make this note here. This note here at the beginning of the record to remind you why you made it. To remember, to remember who you are. To remember why you So I'll just go ahead and let this play into the song and let you listen to the song in its entirety. You'll hear that we changed Yahweh to Yahweh. That's because some people are offended at actually speaking out the, the words Yahweh. And... I think the same effect can be had by realizing it's not about the word anyway. Mm. 
song i hope that you'll use this song to plant yourself more firmly in the moment to enjoy your life more to find the mystery the divine within this very breath and stay tuned for more song stories from this album that we'll be telling coming up uh in the next several weeks i know it's been a minute since we've been releasing podcasts we've been really occupied on touring and doing this record and all that but uh welcome back thanks for listening everybody <laughs>